Well, here we are. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Welcome to the first ever SEA podcast, Social Enterprise Alliance podcast. We are so excited to be here. This project has been a long time in the works, a long time coming, and we're just, we're so excited to just be doing the thing. Yep. So I am David Gaines. I am the board chairperson for the Social Enterprise Alliance. And my name is Lauren DeCleva. I work at Social Enterprise Alliance. And do kind of all the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I oversee our uh, our community, uh, their engagement, their needs. Uh, it's awesome. I get to I get to know some of our just incredible members. That's one of the best parts of my job. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, before we kind of get into just the podcast, I think it's important. Um, you know, Lauren and I we're going to be your host at this podcast. So, Woo-hoo. Lauren, I mean, I know one of the first questions I asked you when I got to meet was, you know, what drew you to this work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's such a fun question. Um, so, you know, personally, I feel like I have always cared about injustices, uh, in the world and, you know, wondered how I could use the things that I have to make those injustices a little bit alleviated or whatnot. But, um, the first thing I kind of really in depth learned about was human trafficking. Uh, so I remember reading an article about it when I was a freshman in high school. And at the time I was doing speech and debate. Um, and I ended up writing a speech about it and delivering it at tournaments across my home state. Uh, and that for me was like a transformative experience because on one hand it was an uncomfortable thing to talk about, but you know, I just felt this internal drive to make sure people were aware of it. And, uh, knew that this was going on and that there were ways that they could help prevent it. So that was kind of my my gateway into the social impact world and the social impact space. Um, and because of that, that passion, I ended up at a university that offered a program in social entrepreneurship. So I, I got to spend my college years diving in, really learning about different models of using business to create social impact. But yeah, I think... Um, one of the things that draws me to social enterprise in particular is that it is this like collective community effort. And there is kind of a burden on everybody to come to the table and um, think about how we can, we can work together to really like solve these social problems in a way that um, addresses both the symptoms and the um, causes. And I think that's, that's something that's really exciting. It's just that community effort. I think that there's also a lot of empowerment and uh, dignity in in social enterprise, uh, oftentimes even more so than in traditional charity work, because it's really empowering communities of people um, who are facing really difficult obstacles and allowing them to to help be a part of the solution themselves. You know, they're the ones kind of leading the charge. There's just such a strong element of dignity to social enterprise. And I just I really love that. But what about you, Dave? Tell me a little bit about your social enterprise journey. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. I mean, I think, um, well, not funny. Um, I remember the first time really hearing about modern day slavery and being so mad, you know, and how how do you solve for a problem? And I I remember coming up with a t-shirt design to uh, draw attention to the issue and sold shirts so I could at least do something. Awesome. You know, so uh, I can relate to that heartbeat. But yeah, uh, my work prior to getting involved with social enterprise, I I started a a small business. Really what I did was create my own job. 
so I could work at a nonprofit organization without having to depend on the nonprofit for my income. So I could create this job to pay myself, but also go serve people. Um, and, and I was successful at that. It's just that I hit kind of a low ceiling. I just, I always felt split between the two worlds. Yeah. And for me, um, the, my story of getting involved with social enterprise was, uh, through business coaching, a friend of mine had started a coffee roasting business, was very keyed in, in on the ideas of how do we know the farmer? How do we have social impact with the people that are producing coffee all over the world? And, you know, unfortunately, coffee is one of those modern day slave trade products, usually in the form of indentured servitude. So mm. through relationship, um, we could ask the questions like, what is fair wages or even more? What is a living wage for this community? And so, um, I was definitely drawn to that idea. Um, I, I always loved business and just business philosophy and long-term planning and, and kind of long story short was he was, he just loved coffee, wasn't really interested in, in thinking about a business of scale. And so that's what drew me to purchase the company. Um, but the only reason I purchased it was because this organization had social impact. So while it was a for-profit model, the more that we grew, the company, the more social impact we could have. But essentially, like within that, there was this idea of, well, this is a quote unquote good business. And it made me ask a question, well, what are other good businesses? And that question is really hard to answer. Um, do all businesses that give back, are they considered good businesses? Do they have to give back a certain percentage to be considered good? Mm. Um, do they need to be engaged in social causes as well as giving back? What about businesses that are only engaged in social causes? Or what about businesses that are engaged in social causes that I might disagree with? Mm. Um, so like it became a very complex question very quickly as like what is good? Who defines good? And the only way I could really define it was the consumer ultimately is the person that gets to make the choice. What is the organization doing? And, um, you know, and do I align with that cause? Um, you know, and how do, how much can I expect an organization, uh, to give back? Um, I had a friend that worked at a women owned company that had a give back model that, um, was all about sourcing product really well, but they expected their employees to work 70 hours a week. Wow. And maternity leave was two weeks. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Goodness. How are you a woman-owned company and and doing all these really amazing things, but then within your own culture, yeah. um, there wasn't really what I considered an appropriate maternity leave, something pretty basic. So again, it, it's, it's just very complicated. Mm. So the, that question, though, is what ultimately led me to social enterprise. And, you know, even going back to this other company, like it's not that they weren't doing good things, but that whole wrestling really makes me think that social enterprise is more of a journey rather than defining who is and who isn't one. That maybe we can all be engaged, that we all should be striving towards something, mm. but also like we can always get a little bit better. We're, we're, you know, what other areas maybe where we're not socially engaged, how could we be? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, that question was a dangerous question for me. And now it's, it's like all I can think about. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, and how did you get first connected to SEA? Yeah. So, um, so Social Enterprise Alliance historically has been a chapter organization. And so there was a local chapter. I'm for, I live in Cincinnati and there was a Cincinnati chapter. So that's how I plugged in. Great. And then, uh, you know, really quickly, I think that 
SEA Today is just, it's an organization that's designed around creating space to share these ideas, to collaborate and to network. So every time I would gather with people, not only could we share ideas around best practices and, and thinking through things a little bit differently, like, you know, what does a healthy maternity leave program look like? Mm-hmm. And and how do you address it if if you're a small team and everyone is hourly and everyone's depending on other people to be there? You know, I those are complicated questions to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, there was the collaboration space that was really valuable and um, could certainly get a lot of value from meeting with other people, but also the space that I wasn't alone. Yeah. Like to me, social enterprise and, and other social entrepreneurs, the work is so heavy. It's mm-hmm. a heavy lift and we get so plugged in. Not only do we, are we trying to think about growing an organization, but we're also trying to think about that impact. You know, starting any business is already pretty difficult. Right. You know, a business that survives past five years is, is a milestone. Um, and not that many of them make it that far. So to be a social impact business, is you're adding in all these extra rules. And so it's even harder. Mm-hmm. So to learn best practices, but also just to know that you're not alone, that there's other people fighting the good fight, that there's there's people that are passionate about other causes and and similar causes that you might be passionate about. And so yeah. um, that's how I got plugged into SEA and what I see today, SEA being able to serve. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think that's like a huge something that I hear often from members is uh, just that they're so relieved to have kind of found a group of people that see the world the same way and and believe a lot of the same things that they do about uh, the purpose of business and what we can all, you know, contribute to one another. Um, But I, I think it's exciting. And this is such a movement, you know, across the United States. And people are really like, swimming upstream in a way, you know, because it is so contrary to think about business in kind of every aspect and every layer of impact that you could have to think about it as something that can benefit other people in a substantial and, and significant way. So it's it's really exciting to think about this as a movement, especially because yeah, bringing people's passions together, um, especially for impact and for, you know, the specific causes and injustices that they're looking to address when you have that collectively it makes the work that the individual is doing and the work that we're all kind of participating in together it makes it so much stronger and there's just so much more impact in that case right well and i love that you use that word movement because that's definitely what i think that we're trying to do with the organization is to empower a movement you know when we look at the world's problems today like uh, climate change gender inequality, racial mm-hmm. inequality, yeah. um, you know, and, and so many more, like you know, the, the big things I like, you know, I don't know, what's the joke when, whenever there's like a beauty pageant, like everyone's like, well, we pray for world peace. You know, I'm trying to bring, you know, it's such <laughs> a massive problem. Like how do you solve something like that? Yeah. And when I think about the scale of that, to be honest, it, it, it actually discourages me when I see some of these issues. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Right. And so I don't know how to solve for all these problems. Mm. Um, and I certainly can't do it by myself. But what I love about this idea of a movement and collecting us all together, bringing us all together, showing us how we can do things together, then all of a sudden it gives me hope to to see the problems that face us and, and maybe how to solve them. Like 
you know, I dream of every small business in the United States taking one step towards social enterprise and, and joining this journey. And if we can do that, we start to march towards solving a big problem and all of a sudden it becomes achievable. Yeah. And one of the common questions that I get is, what is a social enterprise? You know, we are Social Enterprise Alliance, so it's definitely a, a good thing to hit on. So I'll start by kind of giving some examples of different social enterprise models. These are models that exist in our membership and also just in the, the world in general. So one common form of social enterprise is opportunity employment kind of a workforce development kind of model. Um, and these are organizations that will employ people who are facing obstacles to employment. So that could be people who are just coming out of jail or have been previously incarcerated and are having trouble finding a job because they have to list that on any job application that they submit. It could be, you know, young mothers who are perhaps marginalized um, within their community and don't have the resources to turn to. And, and now they have, you know, a child to take care of without that community support. Or it could be folks that have struggled with substance abuse or have um, recently come out of human trafficking. It could be any, any number of these things. And these organizations, what they do is they seek to provide them with a supportive and stable working environment that helps to address their needs in kind of a, as a whole person, you know, so we're, it's not just about, you know, you come in, you clock in, you do your job, you leave. They have support services available to deal with the unique circumstances of their employees. And then it also gives, it gives these individuals something stable, you know, a stable form of income and also job experience so that when they're ready to move on from that job opportunity, you know, they have, they have job references, they have employment history and those things go a long way when they're, when they're ready to search for another job. So the, the stories that come out of those social enterprises are always, you know, really inspiring and really impactful. And that's something that we hope to continue to share with you in this podcast as we move forward. Um, sharing those specific stories of impact. Another model of social enterprise that we'll see is, you know, a transformative product or service. So you'll have an organization that comes up with a product that eliminates waste and is, is more environmentally sustainable. And so the product ex itself, you know, has a social impact. And then the third kind that we see is an organization that will donate or invest part of its profits into the mission or you know sometimes they'll they'll donate it to another nonprofit organization or another charity but sometimes it's it's even more closely linked with their mission we'll see social enterprises that incorporate a couple different of these models into one social enterprise so it could be that you are employing folks that were previously incarcerated in a cafe and then the profit from that cafe funds reentry services for those same individuals. So these are not right. mutually exclusive, you know, models, but they actually work really well together. You know, they can be very cohesive together. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, just a very common question that we all get is, um, and are all asking just almost like how I was wrestling with what defines a good business is that definition of what is a social enterprise. So this last year, the board has been 
hard at work at reimagining what Social Enterprise Alliance could be. And we're really excited about a lot of new initiatives, which we'll share with you here in a moment. But one of those was to define social enterprise. And so we came up with this definition that a social enterprise alliance is an organization that's created for impact. It uses a sustainable and earned income business model with a governing structure focused on stated social or environmental goals and invests a significant portion of its revenue, profit, or assets into expanding this stated mission. And what I love about that definition is it gives us a very clear target. So within the organization, we want to empower social enterprises. We want to connect people to one another. We want to learn best practices for one another. And for organizations that maybe have a social bent towards them, they may or may not fit in that definition, but we could help everybody kind of be on this journey of deepening our impact. So how does SEA help others reach this definition? But I think one of the things that's also important is once you are defined as a social enterprise and you really are engaged with this kind of mission and this kind of thinking within your organization, it's not that the journey ends. Mm. It's how do we continue to push into our, our social mission? You know, if I'm about living wages in another part of the world, so that's part of our my story with our coffee, you know, how am I making sure I'm about living wages to the people that I employ here in the United States? Yeah. You know, so it, it becomes a much more broad definition and conversation and it's still a journey. I mean, I don't think I'm, I'm there yet, you know, so I, I really am proud of this definition. It took a lot of wrestling. We know it's an evolving definition, but this is one that we can put kind of the, the stake in the ground, so to speak, of, of truly defining what social enterprise is. And how do we help people achieve that? And and really, how do we help social enterprise not only survive and be in business, but help them to become truly a thriving business in their community, one yeah. that generates healthy revenue and continues to deepen their social impact? Yeah. And that's also what we are really hoping to do within this podcast as well. We just really want to inspire you with stories of businesses that are doing unique things that are deepening their impact. Because as we've stated before, there's so much that we can learn from one another. And there are organizations out there that are doing incredible things and may not even recognize that they're a social enterprise, but they are doing the work of social impact. And so we want to really highlight those stories. There's also a lot of mundane, everyday things that each of us could do to deepen our own personal impact as well, which is something that's really exciting because you can start small. You're allowed to start with making one to two changes in your own life to just kind of help make the world a better place. As cheesy as that sounds, like that's really what we're all after, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I know like, uh, for example, coffee that is sourced well usually does cost more, right? Mm. So I get that. And um, you know, one, one time I presented to a group of teachers that were all first year teachers. So kind of on the lower end of a uh, pay scale, right? So they get the idea of, of wanting to buy coffee, but could we inspire them to maybe make one bag, uh, purchase difference per month rather than change their mm. entire thing, which the reality is their budget might not be able to handle it, but we could start this journey. Right. And I think that that's one of the thing that is really important. Yeah. That's, it's so encouraging, honestly. 
Another point of this podcast is that we want to share best practices. So if you are somebody that is running a social enterprise, we hope that this can be a resource for you to learn from other social enterprises and how are they responding to challenges? How are they reaching their various audiences, whether it be, you know, donors, customers, clients, etc. Um, again, there's so much that we can learn from each other and benefit from. We also want to let you know about upcoming events within SEA. As David was saying, there is a lot of momentum right now. It's a very exciting time to be um, involved with SEA. So we want to share with you how you can plug in, what resources that we have that we would love to share with you. And then we also have announcements like we have a conference called Summit that we are currently working towards, as well as other skills workshops um, and offerings like that that we hope will be of value. Yeah, we are a member organization and we want to make sure that you know how to best tap into all the resources that are available to you. So this podcast is a great way to plug it. One of the first things that we did that I lean into a lot is defining our values as an organization. And so this upcoming episodes, we'll talk some themes throughout the month, things like procurement policies, women empowerment, workplace development, things like self-care, but also aligning episodes around the values of the organization. So there are there are these six sets of words that we came up with that are really guiding us. Um, so I'll share these with you now, but, but our upcoming episodes will also revolve around each of these six. So the first one is kindness for compassion. Humans feel good when we are kind to one another. Feeling good is the basis for happiness, justice, and peace. And treating other kindly unlocks our collective and individual success. Yeah. I I love that kindness for compassion is like the first one on the list too, because I think it is, it's so central to the work of social enterprise and social impact. Yeah. It's like the first step is to recognize the human, the humanness in each one of us. Yeah. I think that's so, that's so good. That's so central. Like it starts with taking an interest in the people around you you know, and allowing yourself to be curious and to be engaged and open to learning about someone else's experience. Yep, totally. Uh, The second value is action for impact. We all measure what we care about. And the ultimate purpose of social enterprise is to have a positive effect in people's lives. We elevate the measurable impact of social enterprises. Yeah, I mean, this value is super important because, I mean, how many times have we said the word impact in this episode alone? You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's it's a word. It's a word that you'll hear a lot from us, I'm sure. Um, but just kind of this this connection between impact cannot happen without action. You know, and so there is a kind of boldness to social enterprise. We kind of were talking about earlier. It's very countercultural, and so it requires courage and and boldness and stepping out and saying, okay, I'm going to do something differently and I'm going to take this positive action so that I can see this positive impact. Right. And one of the things that I love about this uh, segment too is that by measuring, you you kind of know where you are, right? So you can be having an impact in an area, but to measure it in one year and then to realize how you can increase that measurement the next year and again, kind of embrace this idea of a journey. So the the idea of measuring to self-evaluate and to to just have a true sense of where you're at and the level of impact that you're having is a really important step. Yeah, that's awesome. The third uh, value is equality for equity. 
Uh, we believe that everyone deserves equal access and opportunity, and we procure an adequate distribution of all resources for all members of all communities for social and economic prosperity. Yeah, this one is obviously really important just because some people are born with more opportunity and more privilege than others. And so I'm really grateful that this is something that we're acknowledging and recognizing. That is something that is true about the world, but how can we as an organization and how can social enterprise as a movement work to rectify that inequity? Exactly. Yeah. How do we provide equal opportunity for everyone, as well as recognizing that we're all starting from essentially a different starting point? Mm. The fourth would be integrity for trust. We each have the opportunity to make decisions and take actions that are aligned with our values to be whole and true to ourselves. Ethical behavior is essential to healthy communities. Yeah, I love that trust is in there, you know, and, and, and trust comes from integrity. It comes from character. But I also love the implication of if we are all able to trust each other, you know, then that in and of itself, that's an impact that changes the world. It's so easy to get wrapped up in and, you know, be fearful of another person. But if we can all kind of have a, a collective trust that we have good intentions and, and we're working towards a common goal, I think that's powerful. Yeah. Well, and we want to be a trustworthy organization. But in order to do that, we first have to be an organization that operates with integrity, that mm. holds to our values, no matter the cost, that we don't compromise our values in any way, shape or form. So one, we want to have your trust, but we also realize that the trust has to be earned through being an organization that's all about integrity. Yeah. The fifth value is justice for inclusion. Those most affected by injustice must be at the front and center of decision-making, action-taking, and benefit-sharing of social enterprises and the social enterprise movement. Yeah, and I think this one is really important because it kind of goes back to you know something we touched on earlier in the podcast, which is just that one thing I love about the model of social enterprise, there's a strong focus on dignity, you know, and it's it's not putting someone who's experiencing challenges or obstacles in a different category or anything. It's it's saying like, we want to empower you to, you know, lead the charge as well. Like this isn't a, oh, I'm helping you, you know, as much as it is we're helping each other. And hopefully this organization is one that empowers the individual. Yeah, exactly. Because what I love about the idea of inclusion is one, we're bringing everybody to the table to learn from each other. Like if you're coming from a privileged perspective and point of view, how do you include those that are in the marginalized community to the same table? Because oftentimes uh, I think organizations unintentionally could hurt people by not including everyone in that dialogue. Like there's the stories of you know, organizations that are going around the world and, and realizing communities don't have toilets. So they do all this fundraising and, you know, initiatives to, to ship over and install toilets over in uh, just a different part of the world. And, and when they get there, they realize they don't have running water. Like, so it's not that the toilets were the issue, but by not including the people, they, they gave them something that they didn't need. Right. Yeah. So to me, part of the inclusion conversation is that we're in all this together, no matter where you're at in terms of the privilege and access to resources that you might have. How do we make that table really big and inclusive so that we're not unintentionally hurting people that we're in fact trying to help? And honestly, like the reality is my life is, is mostly one of privilege. So, but in only in certain ways, every time I'm immersed myself with other people and 
and working towards this idea of inclusion, I'm the one that grows. You know, I'm the one that learns so much from so many other people. And um, it's just a better, bigger table when we're all involved. Mm. So which leads us to the last value, diversity for collaboration. We are a broad spectrum of human experiences, voices and perspectives. And all of these voices and perspectives are needed to truly embrace the depth of our collective wisdom and support for social impact. So that's exactly what I was just saying. Like, yeah, when we all come together and we all reach into this collective wisdom, um, one of the things I say often is that I'm one in seven billion people. And so my perspective is always so, so limited because I just have a one in seven billionth perspective, right? So anytime I meet somebody else, it's always someone else's perspective. It's leaning into a posture of curiosity, leaning into mm-hmm. a posture of humility to learn from another person what their experience is and, and how we can then help each other out through this posture, I think is, is really valuable. I mean, I love these values and I'm really excited to continue to talk deeper about them and share stories of them in action in our upcoming episodes. It's going to be really exciting. So just to give you a little information, we are planning on releasing an episode of this podcast every other week. We will start to share stories of social enterprises that really inspire us and and highlight those. So if this resonates with you, we want to encourage you to consider becoming a member of SCA. We have a ton going on right now, and we would love to get you involved. So we have uh, monthly happy hours uh, for our members, but they're also open to folks that aren't members. So if you're just kind of interested in meeting some people, getting to know us a little bit better as an organization, we would love for you to join us at a happy hour. If you're interested in joining us for a happy hour, you can shoot me an email at info at socialenterprise.us. And that honestly goes for any of our resources here. If you're interested in, in learning more about membership or getting involved, just shoot me an email at info at socialenterprise.us. We also have some awesome leadership development opportunities. Again, SCA is a very collaborative organization and the work is for members and by members. So if you're interested in that deeper level of engagement, we'd love to have you as a leader in our organization. There's also a lot of access to resources. Uh, we talked about, you know, some upcoming workshops, um, an upcoming summit that we're planning right now. But then a huge benefit of SEA as well is just engagement with other leaders. You know, we discussed how it's easy to feel alone and isolated when you're doing this thing and, 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 you know, maybe no one else in your community has a business or is thinking about business the same way that you are. We would love for you to connect with our network of social entrepreneurs that are walking the walk. Yeah, honestly, one of the things I'm most excited about with SEA today is is our launch of affinity groups. And so that would be a network of people that could be connected to you geographically, but also in your cause. So, you know, if you are an organization about second chance employment, you know, help us start an affinity group for that cause. When I think about affinity groups, I dream of ones that are about women empowerment, about um, employee wellness, the opportunities are endless uh, within this new kind of initiative of SEA. So yeah, I think Lauren and I, we're just both so excited to be here today. Uh, Can't wait to get things going and uh, already looking forward. I know I'm already looking forward to the next episode. Absolutely. So Lauren, thanks. (laughs) Thanks, Dave. It's been real. Yeah, it's been real. It's been fun and it's going to be fun. So I'm really, really happy. 
Yeah. And we will see you all next time. All right. Take care, everybody. 